Hey guys, welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. If you are new to the show, welcome. If you are one of my faithful listeners, thank you so much for all your love and support. Season nine numbers were big. I'm excited. I don't even know. Like sometimes I have to like pitch myself because I mean like people are waiting for me to like drop an episode because as soon as I drop it like somebody's listening to it and it just makes me feel really good um we're over 15 countries now and it's just a small town girl um by way of New Orleans that's here just telling my spiritual journey and I'm forever grateful uh and like I said this season is going to be a lot different because the majority of the episodes will be will have guests and this episode is so, I'm so excited for you guys to listen to the, my interview. Um, <clears throat> she found me, uh, she sent me an email through my website and she was like, hey, I was wondering if I could be a guest on your show, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> you know, because I have to learn, you know, how to prioritize, you know, my list and I was like, I do. I have not ready to record yet, but I'm going to save the, I remember saving the email and then she found me on Instagram. And then I was like, you know what? Let me get back with her. Let me follow up. And it was just like a whirlwind. And I'm so excited and happy that she found me and that she reached out to me. Um, her name is Robin Pollock. <laughs> if I said that right, I think I even asked her in an interview, like, how do you pronounce your last name? But uh, she, one of the things that I really enjoyed with talking with her is that she doesn't put herself in a box. So she's not like, like I always like, you know, I'm a Ricky master. I'm a medium. I'm a this, I'm a that. And she's like, I'm not going to put myself in a box. But right now she's an author, right? And it's so exciting because she had her, um, she was featured in Times Square Billboard. Can you imagine like how big that is? That is so exciting. I am so happy uh, that you guys are going to hear this amazing woman talk about her book, Trust Your Intuition, which I mean, we've talked about this so many times on this podcast about just trusting your intuition, allowing your spiritual team to lead you, listen and obey. And I'm telling you this, um, this book is amazing. She has a podcast that coincides with the book. And for my listeners, she's doing a special offer in a free, a freebie. And that is going to be in the link um, in the description. So wherever you're listening to, it's going to be, the link is going to be in the description box. So you guys, you're in for a treat. The interview is an hour long, so I had to trim some of it off, but, uh, I just want to welcome Robin. Guys, I have a very special guest today i'm so excited um so robin has reached out to me via email months ago and i saw the email and i'm gonna put it on a back burner and then uh, her persistence was like amazing because she found me on instagram and i was like oh my god yes i need you on the show uh to talk about your book, your spiritual journey, and all of this amazing things. So, uh, you guys, please welcome Robin Pollock to the show. 
Hi. <laughs> How's your day going? It's good. It's it's uh it's a little rainy, but it's good, you know. Good. Sometimes we good need a little job. rain. <laughs> yes. So I want to know just from the start, like where are you from? Did you get started on your path? Like just give me a quick little bio of sure. like who you are. Yeah, so I've always lived in New York. I was born in the Bronx, and I've pretty much, and then I moved to another borough in another New York called Queens, and now I live in Long Island, and I sort of always felt very connected spiritually, but I really didn't know how to make it work, or even that it was something that I could make work. I just thought it was just me, you know, I just thought that that was me and I really didn't think much about it and you know when you're young and you have these things happening but then the adults in your life aren't really talking about those things you start to think maybe it's just you like it's just happening to me like it's not happening to right else. yeah yeah like it's an isolated event right yeah, yeah I get so it. you get like super <laughs> quiet like my sister was nine years older than me and I would sort of make these like mentions about like dreaming and flying or like speaking to angels but she never really responded with me too so I very quickly learned maybe I'm not going to share this you know and I sort of just like I don't know pocketed all of that and just decided that this was just me and you know it was just a thing I didn't know what it was but as I got older it um sort of would come and go. It would like come in sometimes to me, I would get information and then other times I wouldn't. And I really didn't have any control over it. I didn't know how mm -hmm. to control it. And I also didn't know anybody in my family who was doing this or had any information about it. Um, my sister and I were always like interested in, um, you know, psychics and all of that. My mom passed when I was three. so. We were always interested in that kind of information, but I have to say, ever since I was really young, um, you know, my father would take us to the cemetery to visit the grave, and I sort of knew she wasn't there. I sort of knew that if I really wanted to speak to her, I just could. So I always felt very empty there, you know what I mean? Like, I never really felt more connected to her at the cemetery. Didn't really do anything for me, and so... I don't know. I just uh, didn't really know what to do with it. And as the years got on and I got older, those incidences where I would get information were becoming more prevalent. They started happening more and more. And uh, I had to stop like thinking that it was just like this weird thing that I do, that it was this like kitschy thing that I could, that I could access. And I really wanted to know, like, this other part of myself. So about six years ago, um, I met somebody who really just told me, you know, like, you're an empath, you're this, you're that, and started working with her very seriously and um, really stepped into everything that I am right now. Oh, but the truth is, <laughs> yeah, but the, you know what the truth is? I think we all have it. Yeah. We all have it. But when you have fear on top of curiosity, 
it sort of suspends our curiosity and it doesn't allow us to explore because we are in fear. So when you let the fear sort of go and allow yourself to explore, then you sort of have this understanding that what you're exploring is really the depth of you and your destiny. And then it doesn't really feel so scary. That is a beautiful way of, I would agree with you 1000% on that. Uh, when you, and, and you know, like when you have clients and people that come towards you, they have the gift, but they don't within themselves. Yes. So they, yes. it, right. And so they just set it aside and it's just like, no, like you don't need me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate you wanting this spiritual consultation, but you honestly can do this. And it is getting over the fear of like, um, to like thinking that you're different and, and something's wrong with you and it's not you see what you see like if you are playing or clear audience you are hearing those things those are your spirit guides talking to you those are you know people trying to connect to you um, yeah but you need to get past those fears i agree with you 1000 but you know what i think honestly for me the biggest piece and i wrote about it a lot in my book trust your intuition i think the biggest piece is the judgment that you hold against yourself and the worthiness that you have or don't have about who you are about accepting that your worth and your value your value allows for this gift to come forward and that it's not that you're particularly special it's that you've come to this space and time in your life where you are willing to surrender to what is coming to you and accept it. And I think that that's where the coach comes in because I think a lot of people have the gift, but there's so much fear and judgment and miscommunication about other things that have happened in their life that they don't trust it. And so that's, I think, where, you know, your coaching comes in because I I feel that you are a really um, endearing person who can really hold space for somebody to spread their wings. And a lots of times people need a mentor to hold that space for them so that they yeah, can. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Right. Um, I, can you repeat that last part? I think we got uh, cut off. Oh, I said that I think that I, I don't know word for word because half the time I'm channeling. So I'll no, try. I, told you, I can feel that. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. I'll try. So what I said was I feel that you have a very endearing personality and you have a very big heart. And so you create a space with your coaching where you are sort of giving somebody the permission and the space to explore who they are by just holding space for them. And that's huge. So it's true that a lot of us have, most of us, everyone has intuition, but being able to access it, being able to give yourself the permission to access it, to not judge yourself when things don't, flow the way that you want them not being in the place of doing you it is really i think vitally important to be around mentors 
who can sort of show you the ropes of how to like undo the doing. Because we all think that a lot of people come from this philosophy that the more I do it, the more I work at it, you know, then I'm going to get really proficient at it. But the truth is, is in intuition, the more you surrender and you just allow and allow yourself to receive it because you are worthy to receive it, that's when you start to get more information. Oh, I want to go back to what you were saying about, you know, surrender that numerous time yeah tell me about the time that you surrendered like when you were like you know what I'm gonna have to just surrender this what did that look like for you well so at the beginning when I started working with my mentor um I was very ritualistic at the time and Mm -hmm. um I would get up every you know every night before I went to bed I would stand next to my bed I would connect and um, really feel that connection and I felt like oh you know I'm on the right track I'm really connecting and I felt like really proud of myself that I was doing this and I was committed and all the things and then one day I did it and there was nothing it was like empty and I'm like oh my god did I lose it like did I just lose this and so then I had a conversation with her and she was just like no it's just that you've shifted up and that you actually don't need to do that ritual to connect if you allow yourself to believe and surrender to the belief that you can you will just be able to connect and so i took a couple of moments and i found that that was really true and over the years i found that it becomes more visceral more intrinsic to who i am there's not something that i specifically have to do to connect to my guides or connect to the universe. I just can. There isn't anything I specifically have to do to channel. I just can. I read energy from people um, online or even just looking at their name and I can pick up on energy. I just can. And when you give yourself the permission to know that you have it within you, things come to you. They just, they, they come to you. The trick is not questioning whether it's true or not true the trick is to believe what it is actually coming is actually real um i needed to hear that <laughs> oh <laughs> it's something that um you know i need all this podcast is very transparent and i talk yes. about my spiritual journey um, just something that I really want is like right there at my fingertips. And I know that I'm getting in the way of it because I am too, I'm too attached to it. You know what I'm saying? So I know that I needed to surrender that thing that I want <laughs> and I need to really just relax and know that it's mine and believe that it's mine. <clears throat> but I'm so like high strong. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I got to get this done. And then I'm like, wait, that's not the flow of it. That's not me being in alignment to receive it. That's not me. You know what? That's that's just such a beautiful, like, perceptive, you know, perspective shift that you just said. That's so important. (laughs) And it's interesting because in my book, I have a podcast that goes along with my book. And there are these, like, three to five minute little meditations because I don't really believe you need an hour of meditation to be able to connect. I don't think that, I don't believe that that's what you need. I think that you just need a a moment 
sometimes just a second exactly. where you just grab yourself, you, you connect back to who you are in that moment. But the thing about it is, is that when we start to question our worthiness, our enoughness, we also are questioning the real intrinsic value of who we are. And the thing about it is, is that our value of who we are as people is value and that there isn't anything more that we need to do. Like the fact that we exist, the fact that we breathe, the fact that we, you know, think about things, the thing, the things that we care about, that is value. And there isn't that you need to go on TikTok every single day and post something or Instagram every single day and post something or reach out to 15 people or write this or do that. That's not what brings the value to you. It's what you actually represent in your authenticity. That's the value that you bring to your connection. And that connection is what enriches your life. Mm, that is so beautiful and so true. You're absolutely right. My goodness, Robin, I love it. So <laughs> tell me about this book. Like, how did you even start, like, at to put this in the book. I need to so like, um, I mean, like how did that, at the beginning that of the book. Yeah, so at the beginning of the book, I sort of explain how I wrote this book. It's kind of a funny okay. story. All right. I wrote this, I explained about it. I just sat down one day. I sort of knew I had this like book in me. And yeah. um one day I just sat down, honestly, I don't even know how many hours I was sitting at the computer writing. And it was just all channeled information, one right after the next one. And I thought I wrote the book. What they were were the titles of the essays of the book that you're of Trust Your Intuition. Mm. They weren't the essays. They were just the titles. <laughs> and so I was working with the coach at the time. And she's like, well, you know, this is terrific. And I'm really proud of you. And congratulations. But I really feel like you could put some depth into these essays about, like, you. And then I was like, oh. And so then that took me another, like, two and a half years to do that. And um, with that came this exploration of not just writing essays and anecdotes about my life, but also including channeled messages that I write because I do a lot of automatic writing. And at the hmm. beginning when I was learning how to connect to me and to the universe, I was using automatic writing as a, as a way, a, a tool to connect. And the thing about it is, is that when you're intuitive, there are a lot of tools that you can use. You can use oracle cards. Yes. Some people use tarot cards. Some people channel. Some people, uh, you know, or do automatic writing. So I, there's like a whole host of things that you can do. Some people use beads and some people use chakra stones and some people use um, music. And, you know, it's all out there. And the truth is, is that all of those things in your toolbox are super important to have, but none of them hold your intuition. So at the beginning, when I started all of this, I thought, well, if I wore this bracelet, I'm actually getting the energy from the bracelet for me yeah. to become more intuitive. The truth is right. that the bracelet is like a sort of like a, um, almost like if you could think of like a mantra, like it's something that you wear because you're focusing your energy on the fact that this bracelet, these stones, 
allow you to be in a place of receiving. So it's like a, it's like a an anchor, mm-hmm. so to speak. And then you look at the bracelet and you remind yourself, oh, yes, I'm a place of receiving, almost like an affirmation. And when I started yes. to switch my thinking from thinking that the stones actually gave it to me to the stones reminding me, it totally switched my flow and the way that I communicate with the universe. Because I realized that the truth was is that it's inside of me and that all of the things that are out there are little tools that you can have in your toolbox, but not one of them actually holds the energy of my intuition. Okay. Does that make sense and to you? It makes complete sense to me uh, because yeah. I have a lot of tools. <laughs> I have a lot right, of gifts. Right, right, right. Sometimes I feel like, you know, um, when you look at social media, it's like, you know, I need to be this. Or I need to be this particular thing and I need to be that. And I'm right. like, no, I'm right. all of that at different times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, I have to use it at different times for different things. So I'm not sure. just one thing. Like I'm just not a terrorist. I'm just not a spiritual coach. I'm just not a Reiki master. Well, it's I'm like super all interesting that, things, you know? that you're saying. That, <laughs> yeah. So it's super interesting that you're saying all of this, because if you look at my profile, I don't actually list all the things that I do. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. I say is that I'm intuitive. And the reason I do that is because I am not those things. I am who I am and I'm intuitive. All the things that Thanks. I do are just things that I do. And I sort of feel like, um, and this is me personally, that I don't like Mm -hmm. to list them all because I feel like then that represents me. And that's not really me, you know? I'm like me, this is me, like the person you're speaking to. You know, am I a Reiki master? Am I, you know, an oracle reader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) do all of the things. But that's not really me. I'm like, if you met me on the street, you wouldn't see that. You know what I mean? You'd see me. No, at all. That's right. That is so true. No, people are very surprised that I do these things. Uh, people in my family don't even know that I do these things just to be like, I am who I am, you know, regardless. They know that I'm gifted. They know that I see things. They know that part of it. But uh-huh. um, the depth, the list, and so forth, I have no idea. Because, it's, I mean, I'm all of that plus more. Right. Yes, um, and the, so and the thing about it is that, <laughs> right, exactly. But, you know, the thing about it was is I kept that a secret for a long time, too. Oh, and the so more, did I. So did I. Yes. Yeah. But then I just decided I needed to just, like, sh- I just needed to share who I was. And these are people that have known me for, like, 40 years of my life. And they weren't, like, shocked but they were like, oh, right. you know, like, and, and there's a conversation about this in my book, actually. There was a barbecue I went to, and there are my friends, my, you know, like my girls that I've been with for like 40 years. And I've sort of just like say it. And after I say it, then my friend goes, oh, so, you know, can you pass me the ketchup? Like, it wasn't even like, oh, and like, like <laughs> let's stop and like I'm meditate about yeah. this. No, it was just like, oh, that's interesting. And now can you pass me the ketchup? So, when you you hold it and you make it such a big thing and then in the end it just becomes like something else it's like if i would have told them i bought a new pair of shoes like it wouldn't it didn't matter it didn't matter and that's how you know you really have some authentic uh people around you as well and with judgment 
right which is very important right so tell me um about your book the reason that you're here (laughs) (laughs) wait before you do that um so I don't know if you read like I just posted yesterday and I didn't tag anybody you know with the new season I just kind of was playing around on TikTok and I was like let me let me just post this on Instagram and one of the comments we're talking about her trusting her intuition. And I don't know if you read that, but it was absolutely beautiful. And I was like, this book is really going to help people uh, tremendously on really understanding like the power in trusting your intuition. So I want to share that with you. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that really <laughs> means a lot to me because that's like the whole point. The reason why I wrote the book was because I wish I would have had this book. I wish that this book would have been out there when I was in my 20s. I would have bought the book. (laughs) And and I just feel like at the beginning when you're doing all of these things and you're feeling all of these things, it's very private. It's a very private kind of like revelation. And you don't actually know who you can talk to about this. You don't even know who you could share about this. And then when you look around the world and you see other people who call themselves what you think you are, you don't feel like you fit in with those people. Like, I would think, you know, I would feel like, oh, you know, am I psychic? Is that what I am? And then, you know, Mm -hmm. I see like the Long Island medium and I'm like, well, no, I'm not that. I don't really like just (laughs) tune in to people that pass. That's not like what I am. And that's great that that's what she is. And then I would question, well, maybe I'm not psychic, you know? And then, like I said, I live in New York and I'm walking in the village and then I see like, you know, psychic reader in in the storefront. And I'm like, oh, I don't think that's what I am. You know, like, that's not what I am. And then I started to realize, that, like, I almost like I had judgment against those people, like, with all the lights and, you know, like, I felt like a carnival act. And I felt like, well, that doesn't feel like me either. And then it sort of occurred to me along the way that everybody needs something different. There are people who want to go to the storefront and just get a reading. There are people who want to call somebody like me and like you one-on-one privately. There are people who just want to no, are they psychic? Is that what they are? And it's interesting. I gave you a link to a test that I created. So you could take like a little quiz to find out if you lean in that direction. And because the thing is, is that there's so many different ways to be clairvoyant. You can do it through sight, through hearing, through smell, yeah. through taste. Um, yes, right. So uh-huh. I created like this little quiz um, for your audience to take. And um, they can sign up for like a little talk with me if they want to, a little tarot reading, oracle reading. But um, and the reason is because I used to think like I wasn't that because I wasn't, you know, you know, the the person that was on TV. I wasn't the person that everybody knew about. And, you know, it's sort of like not being an artist because you can't draw a horse. They're all different kinds of artists, right? (laughs) They're graphic artists. There's this, there's that, you know? So uh, it's like this own, you place your own judgment on yourself about what you think it's supposed to look like. And I needed to like let go of that judgment. I needed to let go of that, that real critical eye that I had on what I was because I was almost like denying it before I even accepted it. And um, Mm -hmm. 
when my son was born, um, I remember there was a time, I don't know, are you a mom? I am. I have a, a 11 year old. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's so, it. So then you're going to be able to relate to this story. So my son was born in February and it was so freaking cold. I couldn't go outside. And finally, one day, it finally, the doctor said to me, you know, if it goes above 40, you can go out. So here I was, I was all excited. Finally, I could go out. So I bundle them up and we go in the car and we, the whole thing. And I drive, I mean, maybe six minutes, park the car and I turn in the back <laughs> and he's sleeping. And now I'm like scared to like wake him up. And I just started crying. Like, am I ever going to freaking get out of the house, out of the car? Like I was just feeling so claustrophobic. Yeah. And so in that moment, my mom came to me. And like I said before, my mother passed when I was three. So she didn't yes. really come to me often. And really not that I could speak of, but there she was in that moment. Her voice was coming to me. And um, the channel's actually in the book um, that she gave me in that moment. And basically she was just saying that to believe in myself, you know, like to really believe in myself and to know that her love is always around me. And so that happened and I felt like, oh, that's beautiful. And I still doubted it. I still doubted my ability to be intuitive. I still doubted it. Well, flash forward another year or so, and now I'm on the highway and there was this trend in New York where people were throwing pennies off of um, overpasses. I don't know, these kids were doing this for kicks. And all of a sudden, I driving with my son in the car, and I hear a voice screaming at me, move over. And so I just mm. moved my car over, and the car that was behind me got hit with pennies. And in that moment, I just said to myself, okay, so that's not an accident. <laughs> like, that's a real thing. Like, that's a real thing. I still didn't know no, how to access it. I still didn't <laughs> yes. know how to, like, get it for what I needed. But it, I knew that what I was doing was a real a thing. And it well, doesn't the it way go you back about yourself. Right. It's, it goes back to what you were saying about just allowing. You know, yes. if you put yourself in a box and, you, and you're constantly thinking about that, it really closes you in. And when you're just open and it allows you to have these different gifts, like, you know, being able to hear and listen, being able to see. Um, I used to do that. I used to be. Can't, you know, here I can feel, I can do all of that. And, and I was boxing myself in and I stopped doing that. I stopped saying that I, I don't have the sight and I do, you know what I mean? Because right. I boxing right. myself right. in, so. Wow. Right. You know, it's interesting. I have this channel. It's like in the first essay actually of my book. I'm just going to read you a little of it. And because it talks yeah. to what you're talking about. And it says in the most, so this is a channeled message that I receive and then I write it down. Okay. So in your most quiet moments, you discovered who you are, that part of you that doesn't need permission to come out, to be seen, to be heard, to be acknowledged. The permission needs to come from within. You need to see all your gifts, claim them as yours, glory in all you are, create a timeline in the future where your light can shine. You can stand in the worth of who you are and know your wisdom. 
That just gave me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That's so, wow. And you know what? I keep saying wow because this is so amazing (laughs) because I love, I love having you on the show. And the reason I do is because I love to have a guest on the show only because it is an exchange. You know, when I have a client, it's it's this exchange that, you know, you're on this spiritual path. You are always going and learning. And that to me is, I don't know if that has to do with my Aquarius moon, but I just love to dive deep. And I just love that I can bring something. You know, we're not above that just because we've been on this spiritual journey for so many years. And that's, you know, you've seen it on social media and people are like, oh, I know I'm all knowing have a gift and you're open uh allows you to learn and grow and it's beautiful i love it (laughs) i don't think there's ever going to be a time in my life where i feel like i've known it all i just don't think that that could ever even happen because i think that the world and the universe always sends messages to you that give you a new perspective shift and a new understanding and i don't want to start talking about like religion because that's a whole other segment but i just want to say that sometimes i feel that people who the people who have created those religions create them so that you sort of stay within a certain thought process a certain thinking and i actually think that that it separates the world it separates the people i don't think that the intention for the for god was to separate people i think the intention was to connect people and unfortunately i feel like religion has separated us as individuals and so the collaboration of ideas have been separate and i think the more we allow that to disband to let go of the more we actually get to learn from each other and the more we get to expand right i agree with you I you know, my, you and I, yeah, yes. I just, I felt like when I wrote this book, I had this vision of this book going around the world because I don't yes. think this is a message that's just for the United States or just for here or just for there. And actually I'm in the process of creating an Oracle deck based on the affirmations that are in this book. And I sort of put it out to my guides that I really wanted to be able to touch the other end of the world, the other side, the places that I don't know. And so the artist that I connected to is from South Africa. And I just feel like that's just so perfect because that's really like totally on the other end for me. And it's a totally different way of thinking, a different experience. And yet we connect so completely with his art. And um, I just think that's amazing. Uh, That is amazing. You know, uh, with this podcast, like I shared with you, we're over the podcast reaches over 15 different countries. And outside of the U.S., U.S. being number one, number two is India. And you would not think that, like, my little voice, <laughs> my big voice, I mean, I say little voice, uh, 
is heard in India and is consistent, right? And you think about like, you know, a lot of times when we're in the U.S., we just think that, you know, of us. And there's this whole entire world out there that have the same experiences. It gives me goosebumps when you just say that. It's beautiful to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is. It's beautiful it is to beautiful. see. We're all really going and navigating through this spiritual journey. And it doesn't have anything to do with religion. It has everything to do with self-discovery. Yes. And that's the shift. That's the shift. It's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> It's a shit. Yeah. So how do we? uh, How do we? I really feel like. Yeah. 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 um, Yeah. So I have a question before uh, we wrap. Um, What is it that you want to be known for? I want I want people to know that they were born with intuition, and the value of who they are as people gives them that right to trust it. And that the more they allow themselves to let go of any second guessing and judging, the more they can expand and explore their own magic. Wow. So the reason you have trust your intuition book yeah, I, just, I, I really don't yes. think that there's a place in the world where I could tell you, well, if you just don't trust yourself, you'll do well. Like, it doesn't work in any way, no. in any place, in love, in business, in life, in, in anything, any relationship that you have, and especially the one that you have with yourself, trusting yes. your intuition mm-hmm. is, the, is the one thing that expands all of the others. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I everyone agree. knows. And like the other thing is, is like, can you think of a time when you didn't and how that worked out? That's right. That is absolutely <laughs> right. I share that with my clients all the time. I'm like, you have it within yourself. You have the power within yourself. And I'm just here to help you uh, uh, untap that. Open up yeah. that gift, open up just so that you can see. And like you mentioned earlier, just having a safe place for them to be vulnerable and to be open yeah. um, right. without judgment and being able to just carry through what they automatically feel, like in, they yeah. intuitively feel. Yeah. Um, right. And this book sounds amazing. Oh, I have you. to get it. <laughs> How do we get this book? Well, I sent, uh, what you, I sent you the link and what I wanted to tell you was I sent you this link to this book portal that I created. And if you sign up into the book portal, you also get like behind the scenes stuff from the book. So you get extra meditations and you get music and then you also get access to my podcast from that portal if you want it. But it's also in Spotify and, you know you know, all the other podcast venues, it's in there too. But my podcast isn't like yours. Like I said, it's just very short little clips. Right now there are 10 out that are associated with the 10 first 10 chapters of the book. And, um, but it's available everywhere. It's available uh, worldwide in Amazon, Walmart, Barnes and Noble. It's all over the place. 
Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Do you think that you're going to travel um, with your book and like a book tour? I would love to do that. And I just have to give a I shout out. I see that for you. you. <laughs> I, I just see that. I have to shout. Oh, well, thank you. I just have to shout out to Muse Literary of Chicago. That's my publisher. <laughs> and they are just yeah, sure. so um, generous and, and wonderful in the way that they support uh, new authors and uh, have supported me and this vision that I have of what I want to do. I'm right now recording the audio books so that you can buy it on audio. And it just, um, they make it happen. Oh. And the one thing I want to leave you with is this idea. People always want to do things and then they get stuck. Oh, Muse Literary of Chicago. M-U-S-E. Muse, okay. okay. Yeah. And okay, the cool, one thing cool. I want to say is that a lot of times you, people get ideas. We all have ideas, right? Have ideas. And then we get stuck with the how, right? Like, how am I going to do that? How am I going to do that? And I okay. just want to leave you with this idea. Don't worry about the how. There is always going to be a person who knows how. Just concentrate on the idea. Don't let the mm -hmm. how stop you. Wow. <laughs> I needed that. <laughs> I think my listeners needed that. We all needed that. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, thank you. It's such thank a pleasure. You. I'm going to, I followed you on TikTok. So I'm so glad that you and I can be friends there and I can follow. Yes. Yes. And yes. You are I would love to have you. Such a light. <laughs> I really thank just, you. Uh, your energy is effervescent. And I just feel. Well, you lifted up my whole day just by speaking to you. Oh, thank you. So, oh my God, I'm getting a little choked up. <laughs> thank you. <Yeah. laughs> um, I uh, So the link will be in the description bar, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, I just want to thank you so much for sharing space with me and being persistent and being like, you know, April, hey, I'm here. And, uh, and that definitely was both of our spirit gods working together uh, for us so. to connect. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, thank you so much for being a part of uh, my show and I would love to do more work with you. And then let's oh, get to this, tour, <clears throat> this book tour together so I can meet you. And, oh, that would be uh, awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. yeah, yeah. Um, I have a friend of mine literally just asked me, he's in New York, but he's in Staten Island and he's like, April, you need to come. He's been, I've been to New York several times, but I've been wanting to go back and I said, maybe in the beginning of the year, I'll come up that way. And so if I go visit him, I'll come see you. <laughs> cool. I could totally see you. I actually feel you doing like an event, a one day event. I could totally see you doing that and um, having people come and have like a really, um, really powerful conversation and do what you're doing now live. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I can totally so my, see you doing it. My first spiritual guide, Miss Pat, I talk about her all the time on this podcast. I met her at one of my lowest points in my life. And she said, April, I see you just being a, like a talk show host or talking and being live with people and touching people. And yes. I just see that. And I'm like, really? <laughs> and that was years ago. Like that was, that was years ago. No, but I, um, I can totally see it. Confirmed it. <laughs> I could totally see it. And I, um, 
I just feel like you have a very magnetic personality and you would attract a wide variety of people. So it wouldn't just be like one group. It would be a wide variety of people. And I could see you doing like smaller, like venues. And then eventually the venues becoming larger, wanting to be larger, but you actually desiring to keep them smaller. So they become more intimate. Yes. Yes. And, um, and that's when the demand is going to become greater. And I just want to remind you, always do what your heart's telling you. Even though they're saying, oh, but April, you could sell out a stadium. Oh, April, you could sell out the whole thing. Look at how much money you can make. Always go with what your heart's telling you. Always go. Because rather I, they be in demand to see you, then you do what you don't want to be doing. Why am I getting choked up listening to this? Because I um, feel that it's been a block for me because I know <clears throat> my throat chakras act up. I know yeah. that spirit wants me to be bigger and I keep wanting to keep it smaller and spirit's like, you need to help more people and you need to get yourself out there more. And I really have been the struggle with me. Like, okay, April, I said, look, I'll do this podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think <laughs> I want to do this podcast, right? And so it's like, no, April, we in there pushing me. And that thing that I was telling you about earlier, about the that I had my fingers on, they're yes. like, you're still thinking small. You have to think bigger. Well, and, it's a very uh, interesting thing because that's been my <laughs> dilemma also. Everybody keeps telling me I, I think small. And I always say I feel like I am like that small candy store in the neighborhood that like really yes. knows about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and, and then they stumble upon all... it and they're like, oh my God, why didn't I know this was here? <laughs> right. Right. The same thing. Cause I kept seeing you. I was like, she's going to be on a book tour. I see her talking and I see the same thing for you. And uh -huh. that's, that's wow. Yeah. You know, mm. But I just, I yes, see I you, I, and I, I, but you have this like real um, vivacious personality. So you know how you to know how get to. into a conversation that other people may not necessarily want to get into. And you sort of just like slip in, you slip in. And so because of that, it's going to wake people up and make it okay to talk about it. And I think that that's your gift. <laughs> thank you so much thank you thank so you, don't think you. about like what you need to be doing or what somebody else is. just be you are you on youtube i just started a youtube channel uh yes it's the soul coach everything's the soul coach uh you, should you have think a youtube about, as well you yes i am you should think about okay. you should think about recording like videoing the recordings that you're doing when you interview Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I've gotten that. I've gotten that. Okay. Yes, you're absolutely right. It's uh, my team, my spiritual team. I probably is exhausted with me. Um, because I got the same thing. <laughs> so April, get on YouTube. And they yelled that at me, like, you know, when you when the pennies fell down and they was like move over and they were screaming at you. I got right. the same thing. Get on YouTube. 
I, I mean, like, yelled at me, like, get on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get on it. Yeah, sure. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, you're doing, um, you're doing TikTok. And so you get a sense of the fact that people really like what you're saying. Yes. You know? And that I think that the biggest problem for me on TikTok was I thought it was supposed to be a certain way or I was supposed to do a certain thing. And then as soon as I let go of that and I just would just do whatever came to me, that's when the numbers started to go. And I think that's what you need to, that's what you do. I think you just get on and you talk about what you talk about. And I think that's what people want to hear, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I had, a, it was a tarot channel at first and I got, I had got all these followers and then I was like, nope, that's putting me in a box and I deleted everything and I deleted it. And then all my things, my views went down, the algorithm messed up. And I was like, well, let me start a new one. And so it's like, no, keep this one. There's people that still look at you and watch you. And I was like, okay, well, let me just be my true authentic self. And there's nothing wrong with reading tarot. It's just not, I didn't want to be put in that particular box. Well, it's a very interesting story because every I I do oracle readings. You know, I just I'm, mm-hmm. I and I actually have a group. It's called Amplify Your Intuition. It's in Facebook. I know a lot of people don't do Facebook, but it's a free group in Facebook. And I go on there like twice a month in the group. And I just if you're on, I'll read your cards just by your name. And um, I'm very accurate. And I it's just something I love doing. But yeah. people kept on saying, you should just charge for it. You should just do Oracle readings. And I didn't want to do it. I was very resistant because I didn't want to be known as the Oracle reading girl. Like yes. there was so much more <laughs> of me than that. Yes. But then I started to get this understanding that that was just like one tool that I used, you know? So it was just look at it like that. It's just one tool that you use. Right, right, you're right. And to get the people, I think also to get their attention, because uh, this just seems so mainstream now. Um, let me do your reading. Let me do your talk. But really, like, it's a layer of things. Like, okay, hey, yeah. You want, got, you want me to do something stuff. fun for you? You want me to do something fun for you? You have a second? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is something yeah, of course. I do. Do you have a favorite fruit or vegetable? Uh, yes. Uh, favorite fruit. Yeah. Let me get or vegetable. Okay, avocado. It can be either one. Yeah. Fruit or vegetable. It doesn't matter. Okay. Avocado. Okay. So I'm going to now, like, I do this thing, like, you are what you eat. This this little intuitive reading for you based on this avocado. All right. You ready? So avocados have a thick, leathery skin. Yes. The reason why they have a thick, leathery skin is because they need to protect their inner self because the truth is is that they could get squashed very easily so they come off to people who don't know them sometimes um a little abrupt and even sometimes cool but the reason is because they have to kind of have this shield around them because the truth is is that they absorb way too much and when avocados absorb too much they get bruised Right, they turn brown, and they they turn brown on the the flesh on the inside turns brown, and then it's just like not good. But when an avocado is put in the sun, and it's just let be, it blooms into this really beautiful, creamy, 
substance that really just can be used for anything and put with anything and collaborate with anything because it has its versatility. And the beauty about the avocado, which is you, is it has a huge seed. And that seed is your heart. And that heart is huge. And the interesting thing is that you used to think that your job was to help heal everyone. But the truth is you've sort of realized that you are a stand for other people to heal. And it isn't your job to heal everyone, but merely to give them the space so that they can heal and get to their highest self. Yeah. Wow. That, oh, mm. Thank you. I'm <laughs> <laughs> speechless. I was sitting here when you asked me about fruit and vegetables, and I was like, oh, yeah, I love like bananas, strawberries, grapes. And Spirit was like avocado. Like, yeah, I like avocados. And then I remember I kind of hesitated, and it yes. was really Spirit's like, Say avocado, and I'm like avocado. <laughs> that was. <laughs> so I don't even know what to call that skill. To be very honest, <laughs> something I do. <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you. Thank you again for, uh, thank you so much for everything. I really, uh, let's continue to work together. I would love um, that. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. Um, and, and, uh, and I'll cut the recording off now, but um, okay. I want to uh, thank you personally for everything. You dropped some nuggets for me. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Um, yeah, yeah. But you did also last time we were talking on the phone about the recording. I got the recording. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. This book is going to do amazing. I want to get my copy. Um, and I just want to work through it. This is beautiful. Um, you just reach out to me so, whenever you want to, you know, honestly. Yeah. So, um, so I want you to send over, um, like a picture that you want to use, uh, for sure. marketing and uh, want to use uh, for the podcast. Okay. And then. Well, apparently I'm an avocado, and I'll take that. <laughs> Thank you, Robin, so much for sharing your gift with the world. Uh, make sure you check out Trust Your Intuition. And uh, the book is amazing. Make sure that you are following her on all of her social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And make sure that you support her. She has a free gift. Uh, the link will be in the description wherever you're listening to your podcast. Next week's episode drops on Monday, every Monday, consistently this season. And I'm so excited because I have a guest, another guest, and this is a college friend of mine. And we are talking about 
addictions and demons. It's going to be so good. So thank you so much for listening to Soul Coach, the podcast.